Okay, first of all, don't take my tweets too personal. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Lima Nenyam Tengarabodi and I'm the host of the Evolve Talk. Welcome to yet another exciting episode of your favorite podcast show. Have you been drinking your water? Have you been minding your business? <laughs> Today I bring you Black Twitter. Yes, you had right. Black Twitter is in the building. <laughs> Black Twitter is in the building. Today, I have a very beautiful conversation with Bonani, Njabulo, and Bonenda. Please, child, do enjoy the rest of the episode. Let's get to it. I think a lot of things that has been happening on Twitter ever since the lockdown started on the podcast and how dark actually twitter has been literally like things that have been happening on twitter is just on some levels and it has been dark for some quite for for, for quite some time so now uh we're going to level three um i think it's next week that's next week right on the first of june that's next week monday so next week monday we are going to level three and level three means that there will be a lot of other things that will be opened um just when like obviously the 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 country in the country trying to open the economy so there'll be a lot of other uh, uh uh businesses and uh and things that will be open such as yeah we have church which is also going to be open and a lot of people have shown that they don't really agree with um the president opening up churches so what do you guys think about this trend hashtag church is not essential do you think ramaphosa did the right decision by opening up churches or what are you thinking i think it's a total Mm. um it's a bad idea um, because people are, are going to be infected going back to church. And uh, I also think pastors are just being selfish because obviously... Mm, mm. But then why. again, um, I, I, I'll just ask you some questions as well. But then again, if you're saying pastors are being selfish, what are they going to eat? Mm. Because I think that is also their job. Uh, oh. But then we can't be selfish about people's lives. Yeah. Uh, why are you worried about what you're going to eat? I mean, uh, it's time mm. to make a plan. Other people are losing jobs. There's a whole lot of other yeah. people. There's a whole lot of other things happening outside there. But we can't be selfish about people's lives. Because you can imagine people mm. coming uh, into church, uh, even if it's 50 people. Those 50 yes. people come and take Holy Communion. And then uh, let's say one person's infected. And then we mm. all go back home and we infect another for people, mm. members of our families or so. And then it's just going to be, a, 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 it's just going to blow up in our faces. So I think it was the wrong time to actually Yeah, and, and what are you other guys churches. thinking about this? Um, on my side, I agree. I'm not sure who was speaking. Well, it's Bonani speaking right now. <laughs> okay, so, that was Javulo. Okay, yeah, I totally agree with Javulo. It is the wrong time to open them. It's too early right mm. now. Because, um, 
think about it this way what's the difference between a church and a club <laughs> well can, can, I, can, I, say, can i can i can i give of gathering not like activities <laughs> of yours <laughs> we're speaking in terms of gathering you're in a space where it's like yeah. a lot of people in a very small space right and it's can very I, can i give my opinion to... okay okay <laughs> I want, I want I want to interject you and then you answer. <laughs> Sorry for that. Okay. It hurts. Obviously, people are sitting and they're not sitting close to each other. So we can regulate in terms of social distancing. But can we do that in a club? I don't think I don't think you you understand how black churches are. Those people get yeah. lit. <laughs> those people get lit. They're not gonna be chilled there like hallelujah. <laughs> nah. Those people are going to turn up. That's black church. <laughs> <laughs> so, so they'll do exactly what happens in the club. That's what you're saying. But then, just that they are more spiritual in the church. But then, but then, uh, at some point, eh, uh, opening church is uh, is good. I mean, uh, okay, we can say that uh, it's a two-way mm-hmm. thing, right? So at a point of them uh, talking about pastors yeah. and stuff, uh, it's good for them. I mean, they don't have uh, a way where they can get food and stuff. But then when we're talking about people... Catch all the tea after the break. Are you wondering how I made this podcast episode? Do you want to start a podcast? Well, let me plug you real quick. I guess you haven't heard about Anchor. It's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain to you. It's free. Yeah, you heard that right. It's free. There is a creation tool that allows you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you and it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Um, looking at a point of view, um, yeah. it all starts with how you view COVID-19. Some people look at COVID-19 mm. as a biblical concept. Right? At first when COVID-19 came through, people looked at it as mm. something that was brought up by people and other people were uh, looking at it as a yeah. thing that was brought by a certain god that wants you to change your ways and bow down so that um, you could serve him in asking for forgiveness in what is happening so opening churches might be a good thing so that we could serve the people believe we have to serve of turning against our way and serving the God that we have to serve. Mm-hmm. But if we were churches, because yes, infections will be more and then and, and a lot of people yeah. will be affected. So your opinion is that 
people can't turn away or look to God when they are at their homes. They only can do that when they are gathering together. Is that what exactly. you think? Uh no. Uh but I was just I was just giving our yeah. opinion in a 360 way, thinking of how we perceive COVID-19. In a, in a religious if if we're not perceiving mm. it in a in a yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Who else? Yeah. <laughs> Do you guys agree with what he just mentioned? Well, yeah. Totally not. Okay. It's in Jabulo. Sorry, it's in Jabulo. Mm. I totally don't agree. I don't agree. Yeah. It's. I believe it's just another mm. flu or like symptom that's obviously just going around mm. and we just need to be careful honestly it's got <laughs> nothing to do with god it's got nothing to do with any religion it's got nothing yeah. to, we just need to be careful and be yeah, but careful I think and that's from it from his perspective it's it's giving us in a in a, in a religious perspective because i think that is what people or religious people are saying that oh it has to do with something that is written in the bible and mm. we actually need to go to church and you know pray this but sure. my question maybe to someone who has that same view is Uwuti, when you're going to church how is that different from you praying at home how is it different from you praying together at home how how, how what what is the difference because now when they're saying people are going to go back to churches ahead people are not going to be allowed to sing so what is the purpose what are you going to do there because what you're going to do there you're going to listen to someone speak of which you can still do that when you're at home why do you have to go to a building how are they going to sing yes, in mass? that's what they're saying that they're not allowed to sing so people are not allowed to sing at church because obviously they'll have to be they'll be wearing masks so they're not allowed to sing yeah so i'm thinking mm. what is going to happen there is just the pastor preaching and which is what they've been doing in most churches especially the bigger mm. churches um you find that the pastor will post uh, a sermon mm. or live on on youtube or something yeah mm. so how would mm. that be different because mm. now they're just putting people's lives at risk by taking them out of their homes to go to church not to sing but to listen to someone of which they could still do that at their homes mm. but, mm-hmm. but maybe okay. I guess sorry it's in Jabula again but I guess I guess in a religious uh, way mm. that uh, I'm gonna say Christians because I think the, uh, uh, most people are Christians in, yeah. in, 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 South, in, the, in the country but um, I'm just thinking uh there's a verse in the Bible which, that says, I, I don't know, if, the, if there's many mm. of us worshiping yeah. together or something like that. Sorry, I'm not religious. Yes. But it says something, yeah. it's one or more or, or something like that. I, I guess maybe it's because mm. of that, mm. those that, those kind of teachings. So I'm not religious, <laughs> so I can't, I can't quote, I can't quote verses because, yeah. Yeah, I think but you, I, got, I know those the verse, about I think I know like the verse that you're talking about. Yeah. So, Brenda, yes. what do you think? Mm. Um, I think in this mm. trying times, it's essential that um, mm. we come together mm. and be one. But um, with how people perceive the virus itself in a biblical manner, that they say mm. that Brenda? this is the time where Brenda? God or 
whosoever lashes i don't know what's going on i think your yeah? network is failing yeah, us can a bit you because it goes um off yeah we can hear you as well but the network i don't know I was what's still going saying. on just not that yeah um okay. sorry it's Njabula again uh, I'm not sure. If, I'm not sure if it was Belinda that actually said something about um, the, the. It was a biblical mm. scripture that said um, mm. that actually predicted all of this. But then uh, again, I'm, I'm not sure of history. But then uh, it was once said in. Uh, well, we've, we've had lots mm. of viruses and flus before. Even the common flu, as we know it, once was actually a, a yeah. huge pandemic and was killing people. So I mean. Bible also quotes stuff like the mm. moon and this and this. And there's a whole lot of things that have been quoted before and they've been happening mm. happening centuries before. So the Bible is not really saying much. It's not really mm. saying anything new. All these things have been happening. People have been saying it's going to be the end of the world. Yeah. I mean, there's been rumors. I mean, I think... You, you know what I'm saying so there's been how many red moons there's been how many uh, I don't know seas bursting from whatever side and, and, and <laughs> you know all those little pandemics have been happening so we can't always uh, we can't I just think we're being, we're being bullied by the church I'm sorry if anyone's religious but I in my opinion I just mm. think we mass pop is on 20 somehow what sorry okay I don't know what's going on the network is just failing us, guys. Oops. Um, guys, that um, Tsubonani also have something to say. Yeah, it's but it's fine. Clearly. Yeah. Um, I've been listening. Well, okay. everyone was speaking, but I ended up in Java. And so I think that now the topic is starting to divert mm. into um, the whole religion of Christian. Not. It's no longer about the gathering of the people. Religion. So I think. Yeah. Regardless, Let's focus on the <laughs> gathering, like opening the church will cause people to gather, not like um, in the Bible, the, this was mm. predicted and all that. Well, obviously, Christians are going to say, mm. yes, this was predicted. And <laughs> people who are like me and Jabulo, Jabulo, I totally agree with you. I'm also not religious. Mm. But people like you and I, we're going to say, ah, no, that's false. So, and it's going to end up being that debate mm. of hey, who's right, who's wrong. And we're actually yeah. going to figure yes. out if it was a good idea to yeah, yeah. Mm. whether whether who's right or wrong that would be a discussion for another day yes right so what i wanted to say was that yeah, yeah what i wanted yeah, to yeah. say was that mm. um mm. even if christians they do want to open up everything right they can't deny the fact that whatever they're going to do there it can be done with while they're home that's a fact that, that's a fact yeah. so opening yeah. churches uh, yes, mm. it might benefit them okay. in a religious way, like in the spiritual way. But let's be honest, in, in physical sense, you're going to co- be contaminated with a virus. Mm. That's going to happen. That effect, you can't escape yeah. it. Mm. If you go there and gather there, you're going to end up with the virus if somebody has it there. That's it. Okay. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. So, um, I see a tweet here from um, the advocate, Men's Not Bear um, Rook. He said, the restaurant industry is planning on going to court to get the government to answer what criteria it is used to determine the churches must be open. Meanwhile, they had protocols which they presented to the government and they paid tax. So, uh, I don't know how true is this. 
did you guys hear anything about the restaurant industry going to court because now the government is opening up churches um, so and they are saying sure. nothing about the rest the restaurant yeah. <clears throat> Um, today, today okay. I saw a vid, a vid of Malima talking about how much churches contribute to the economic sector and how much restaurants contribute to the economic mm. sector. The comparison was how could you open churches yeah. that don't uh, have that much effect in the GDP, right? And close a sector where yeah. there has been um, inspections and uh, inspectors inspecting hygiene and where things like social distancing can be applied where else in churches things like that would be hard to do you, you get so I've seen mm-hmm. it and the final judgment was it's not essential for churches to be opened but the restaurant sector has to be opened for us to you know, Okay. Yeah. We we lost a bit. They should be open so that we can elevate. Oh, so that we can elevate our our economy. Because the restaurants actually count more in our GDP than churches do. Well, churches yeah, don't yeah. pay taxes anyway, so. Mm. Yeah, yes. I think that was his point. Uh, apparently, Malima spoke um, on it. I mean, when was it? He spoke on today. TV today, no. right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So at Tamiti um, underscore TZZ um, say that if opening of liquor stores has put um, pressure on opening churches, um, you can go argue somewhere else not under the street so basically saying that if okay, liquor stores are being opened and you know it has been put pressure for churches to be opened may all be closed may liquor stores also be closed if churches are being closed what are your thoughts do we close the liquor stores as well if okay People are saying, okay, we don't want churches to be open, but we want liquor stores to be open because when liquor, don't we think liquor's opening, liquor stores opening up will also be I, problematic? Uh, I definitely think uh, opening up of okay. uh, liquor shops is going to be problematic because peop- we all know when people start drinking, they become very irresponsible mm. and people do not drink with your, with, no one wants to yeah. drink alone. So it means I'm going to be drinking with my buddies out there or visiting my buddies and drinking with them. I'm not going to have my mask on. Yeah. There's no ways I'm going to be drinking with my mask on. So uh, when, if I'm drinking, I also mm. want to smoke. You understand it. So I, I think they totally lost it yes. somehow, but yeah. Mm. So you think um, if church is closing, then it means the liquor stores uh, are also closed? Oh, we actually know where we're going with the virus, but then also um 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 this is also mm. um, uh, uh, causing a strain on the on the on the South African economy. Correct. So economy. yeah, that that's another mm. topic altogether. Mm. Correct. Yes. Yes. Oh, yes. Wouldn't it? Okay, okay. Uh, but now you can right here, nah. 
yeah. I okay, think I think I'm just gonna mention names at... now. Yeah, yeah, better. Yeah. I think we should just first look at what, like, how many percent does a certain sector contribute to the GDP, and then take a mm. decision on whether they should open it or not. They should just have a limit. Yes. Yeah, okay. Ten. If if it contributes at least two point five percent of the GDP, we mm. should look at the pros and cons, and then open it from there. From look there. at the okay, Sinjabula again. Mm. If you look at mm. the tourism sector, the tourism sector actually contributes a lot on the G- GDP, mm. but then that doesn't mean we can open it. So uh, mm. again, I mean alcohol. Also, I mean, if you look at alcohol and clubs, because alcohol actually opens a whole lot, a lot of um, uh, avenues as well. So, because clubs will be open and 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 you understand, mm. and then mm. with with tourism, uh, all, all 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 sectors are actually closed. Everything in tourism is closed. Well, with be, be it hotels, be it whatever, you name it, it's all closed yeah. because of the of the virus. Mm. And it actually contributes a lot in the GDP. So I don't think that's mm. a good angle to say, oh, the tourism sector is actually now South Africa's losing money. Uh, let's open it. I, I don't think that might work. I don't know. Mm, mm, okay. Mm. Yes. Um, well, I do uh, have a good point here. Uh, what they're saying right now, uh, and I totally agree with both sides, right? I think it's a difficult decision to take because if you look yes. at it in terms of economy, definitely uh, the alcohol business does bring good economy, right? But then if you also look at the behavior of people, it's mm, definitely going mm. to be a disaster. We know that you're gonna be drunk and running into the street. So it is going to be problematic to yeah. handle that one. I'm not sure what's the plan with the government on that one, but it is going to be difficult. I think it might put us back to level four. Even. Mm. Well, I also... Mm, mm. I, I think personally, I also think the the alcohol business um, brings quite a lot of um, revenue to the GDP or to our economy. And opening it up um, might assist us to get up in, uh, on our feet. However, is the regulation behind all this um, this reopening of the liquor stores? How are they going to regulate the whole thing? Because now, when people are drunk, people just do certain like you know, people when are drunk, they just beyond control. And we had less accidents actually because of the lockdown. So again, now when we, they open up. We might have more accidents and they might the, one of the concerns that um people had is that when they open liquor stores there's gonna be a lot of violence probably uh, there's gonna be maybe uh, a lot of accidents as well car accidents and that will affect our our health because already our health care we have limited beds and now when we are taking people to hospital for injuries there's already people in hospital who are taken for COVID-19. So how are we going to manage our healthcare system won't be able to um, manage or won't be able to cope? Um, I, I think they have, they've been preparing our hospitals, if, I, if I'm not mistaken. They've been preparing hospitals. I heard something about 6,000 mm. that have been prepared just to make sure that we are ready. I, I think yeah. they've been readying the hospitals to be 
uh, about preparing the hospitals to be ready for for the intake of huge amounts of um, uh, mm. uh, what do you call them uh, patients because uh, they know people are going to get sick. So by opening up, yeah, uh, um, what's not opening up the industry, but opening up um, the uh, um, jobs and even the liquor and all those other the, things uh, that the they're just slowly actually introducing us mm. look in my opinion i also think we're all gonna get, get affected anyway because we there's no cure or vaccine we are gonna it's just that mm. we just need to be more careful i mean we do not need to go back to work at, at some stage so mm. we are gonna be affected it's how we're actually gonna take care of ourselves we must also be responsible adults and say okay fine we now know what what to do and what not to do and be responsible about be responsible about it because we can't close the economy forever at some stage yeah, no yeah. thank you very much um let's go on to the next that was but I, I there. okay uh, let's go on to uh, wow <laughs> Okay, let's go on to the next um, the the next trending topic, which is Nandi Madida. Um, she tweeted when when was that? She tweeted five days ago, and this was the tweet. Let me read it out to you guys. I always say this to young people who work in my company: the ages eighteen to twenty five are so critical. If you waste time being a rebel, wasting your parents' money, being cool, hanging around wrong circles etc you waste so much time and before you know it you are 30 with nothing and show to, to show for your life well that's the tweet uh nandima did posted and it sparked a lot of you know questions a lot of people were saying nandi is being sensitive in times like this why is she attaching age with um you know achievements because obviously life has no formula that's what other tips said life has no formula and basically life just happens and if it happens at this age doesn't mean that you are less of a person it just happens because life has no formula at the end of the day so what do you guys think about that do you think this tweet that nandi posted had any problem or people are just reaching um, I think Undandi is speaking okay. from a, 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 a place of privilege. She just happened to have it early mm. in life, you know, and things happened for her earlier in yes. life and stuff. Mm. Some of us maybe need to be re- rebellious in our, mm. in our, in, in our growing up. You, we can't actually yeah. be all angels and actually follow the, 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 the roots. Also, being a rebel or being doing things your own way mm. is ex- also uh, character building in a way. You understand that you'll find Guti, uh, we're both 18 mm. years old. Uh, maybe I come from a different environment than you. Uh, let's say you are rich and I'm poor. And then uh, there are certain things that I need to know about money mm. if I'm poor. And there are certain things you already know that you already know about money when yeah. you're rich. You understand? So um, you can't really put, mm. you, you can't mm. really compare the two together because people come from different areas. You can have, you know, so a different upbringing or, mm. and stuff like that. So wherever she was uh, talking from I mean for example just a few days ago she was in, um, congratulating her boyfriend what is the boyfriend's name again that guy used to sing uh, a husband yeah it's a uh, husband I think they have a child <laughs> together 
Yes, the next exactly. Yes. She was congratulating him for being uh, accepted at some university. Road is it? Harvard, sorry. Um, Harvard. Harvard University. And uh, mm. he's 40. And he's only, I mean, another person can actually, if I was sitting mm. on the other side and saying, oh, but you're 14, <laughs> you're only being uh, 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 accepted at, uh, at Harvard. Why would, <laughs> what have you been doing? So actually, that doesn't kind of make sense, you know? So yeah. You, you, we can't say whether you're accepted at Harvard mm. at 50. or whether I'm accepted at 20 or whether I get a car at 15 or you get mm. that at at, tw- at, at 25 etc i mean th- yeah so those things we can't mm. really weigh those mm. kind of achievements uh, uh person to person because people are actually are different we could be we could, we could be at the same age but then the, the, we, we're experiencing different things and we actually mm. all aiming for different things yeah Mm. I think this age thing starts from a young age when we grow up all of us have this had this thing of um when I reach 25 I want to have a house and kids whatever whatever like I don't know if it's just me but growing up we all had those things of when I reach a certain age I want to have certain stuff mm. which are maybe materialistic stuff when I sit at a certain age I want to be married or I want to have kids at this certain age so I, I think it's, it, it, it starts from a very young age this age uh, uh, when we, 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 we pin age into our successes mm. or our achievements So what do you what do you other uh, what do you guys think about it? What do you guys think about it? What do you do you okay, also have um, the same experience well, as, as I? Yeah. Um I think that tweet right. Okay. That tweet I think people misread it. Because mm. if you if it's, yeah, also misread it. Like also look mm, at it. Misunderstood. If you look at what she was saying, you will see that she was talking mm. about specific people like certain people people already have something that can put them out there but they're just playing with it because if you check she says i always say this to young okay. people who work in my company first part oh. these are people who are working the ages 18 oh. mm. yeah yeah not, not like because we know that age 18 mm. 25 This is around people where people, most companies are looking for young people who are working. Right? And for you to be already on that place, that means that you were mm. already enabled in the uh, from the beginning like from high school, university and everything. You were already Just hear me. Okay, yes. Yeah. So I, I was saying that um let's say you get yes, to like 20, you have all this that your parents gave you to be able to 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 get in a place mm. where you can get a job. You have a qualification and everything. But you decide to play with it and you start they give you tuition money, you chow it on alcohol mm. and booze to look cool to the girls. I think she was targeting people like that. I understand that there are people who are not mm. uh, who come from a different background who can't be mm. at age 20 they still have nothing there are people like that and i completely agree with jawulu with what he was saying right but also if we look at what uh, what i think that nandi was saying mm. is that she was talking about those certain people who already have it but they're playing with it 
that way well there's someone also on twitter who agrees with you at clinical he says this is what this is what nandi tweeted read all of all of them she is being misunderstood so the tweet starts i say this as a 32 year old woman all the people i know who are successful were all very focused when they were very young still had fun but were humble enough to listen to those who had lived life a little longer listening to your my parents good advice saved me from so much i always say this to young people who work in my company the ages 18 to 25 are so critical if you waste that time being a rebel wasting your parents money being cool hanging around wrong circles etc you waste so much time before you know it you're 30 with nothing to show for your life most importantly it is never too late to change your narrative um, I don't know how to say this word, but to say atonement is key. I don't know if that's what how you say it. Take responsibility, own your mistakes, and begin to soar. Good luck. I'm excited for our youth. That's what she says. Oh, she says if you're 18 to 25, please don't waste your precious life being too cool to work hard. Coolness doesn't pay bills. Um, doesn't help you achieve your goals and it certainly does won't make you a legend be humble and stay focused i say this with love life goes by so quickly every year counts minimize your regrets and the right thing take charge of your life sending you all love so that is the full tweets that she she, she, she said what do you guys do you have definitely. a perspective Jablo, definitely i think or, uh, we all need yeah. to go through our own parts to to do to, to really discover who we really are at mm. 25 uh yes i had a job yes mm. I, was, uh, I was going through whatever i was going through had a good life affording whatever i wanted yeah, yeah. that was at 25 but then uh years mm. later right now i'm i'm, I'm yeah I'm approaching my 40s and then but then uh, I, I kid mm. you not I I am back at living at home yeah I'm starting a business and I don't mm. have a house I don't have a car basically I mm. don't have anything I'm living at home so we can't we can't we cannot mm. we cannot put mm. people under pressure to say at this age you must be like this at that age you must be like mm. this because we all on different mm. uh, uh, journeys uh, I, I chose to leave my job. I, cho- I chose yes, to leave my most job. Definitely. And with leaving a job, there's there's going to be co- mm. consequences with that uh, of leaving a job. Obviously, you're going to lose a whole lot of other things. Yes. You understand it. So we can't mm. say, we'll see, at this age, at that mm. age, and, 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 because we're all destined for different things. So I think it was very unfair to, for her to put out there mm. and just say, and put people under, people under pressure. Mm. Mm. Okay. Brenda? Um, okay, I think... I think... If you were to look at it with people that want to follow a system, she was very right. But for people who have their own talents and their own gifts that they were given maybe by whosoever gave them, um, mm. she's wrong. But for people who want to follow a certain pattern, like school, varsity, colleges, and everything, she was very right. Persistence, consistent, consistency, 
is the one that makes us to become successful. If you follow that along that age, you become what you want. That's it. Mm. Yeah. So that's that's your opinion. Yeah, yeah. I think she was really right. Okay. From my from my side, I think I've changed what I initially thought when I saw the tweet. Obviously, when I saw the tweet, I saw it as an insensitive. You know, I saw it as you know at this kind of this period in time wherein we are. A lot of people are just dealing with a lot of um, stuff. You know, they're dealing with a lot of mental stuff, and anxiety, depression is one of those things. So I felt as if the whole thing was not at the right time and most people or some people around my circle were saying that this tweet was not at the right time but now i actually like okay i'm like okay i see the different sides of well she meant it to a certain group of people not to another group but at the same time i also feel like it was insensitive because of maybe how you take it because how people take stuff is different so how we read stuff it's 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 probably not going to be the same so i think someone out there took it as you know it's pressure in terms of at a certain age you need to be somewhere at a certain age you should have uh, maybe achieved certain stuff if you have not achieved certain stuff then you're wasting your time i'll actually listen to i don't know if you guys saw this video by bonang similar to what um Unandi was speaking about she was saying that when if you are aged I forgot the right age but she said if you are a certain age and you have not achieved anything then it means it's over that that's what the video says and then that video she was speaking at netbag motivation speaking or something no, you guys came across the video um it's Bonani here now. I think you have not yes if, um Okay. Honestly speaking, right? I I see that a lot. I see the same thing a lot on my on my timeline. Because as as you have seen, I'm always having these uh, arguments and opinions yeah. to hear other people's ideas and people take. So the thing is, to be honest, <laughs> if you are going to say something from your mind, yes. not something that has been tested and been proven scientifically or mathematically. Mm. If you're saying something from your mind, I bet you there's no way you're going. Mm. Uh, everyone is going to agree with mm. you. There's always going to be certain people that have a different opinion with you and they feel like mm. you attack them. Right. Of which is right, yes. From their perspective. perspective of which is right, very I right. Think. And also from her perspective, she's speaking mm. to a certain group of people that follow, like Brenda uh, was saying, they follow the system, which is go to school, get a job, and retire. Right. So people who are like that, people who are like that i think that advice is good for them uh-huh. but then there are people who they're not trying to follow the conventional way of doing things they want to do their things their own way then yes that that tweet also seems like it's attacking them so it's yeah. always that thing that if you're saying something from your mind obviously there will be a group where they don't agree with you so yeah that's, that's what i think mm. 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 interesting 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 well um i think i think we 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 explored that topic quite um extensive and we actually probably someone who's listening have a a view of what they think about the whole tweet and we'd also like to hear what you guys think about the tweet right send in your vns send in your messages we want to hear what you guys think about this whole tweet so the next um 
trending topic it's not really from twitter but it's just a question um from what is happening right now obviously the lockdown has changed a lot of uh, of things that has, uh, has changed a lot of things in the world and technology and science is something that we have been depending on um from workplace basically from our workplace we are working from home most of us are working from home and we're using our computers right now we are using technology to connect with each other we are from all different parts of, of of the country but we are connecting with this other so how has science and, te- and technology changed our life okay uh, yes, let me go let me try um uh with technology i think um Look, we're, very, we're in a very good space uh, right now. Uh, I think a lot of people now mm. are actually trying out a lot of things like online shopping, mm. uh, especially with the with the COVID-19 happening and stuff. Uh, people are now actually more mm. interested in food delivery. I mean, grocery delivery, all mm. those, even online shopping. Um, it's it's, it's, it's yeah. going to make... Uh, uh, um, uh, e-commerce boom and uh, I'm very much excited mm. in that sector because I'm also tapping into the into the whole e-commerce thing so I'm very excited about the future and about uh, technology and where it's going mm. and um, yeah basically yeah that's all I can say about it but I'm all thumbs up with uh, progress mm. yeah mm. okay I think um, from the beginning until now we have made so much progress I could rate it as I think that has been good in our lives as human beings. But looking at it uh, with how life is right now, I think we are moving, it's now moving slowly. From where it came from, it's okay. Mm. But from to where we are going, it's a little bit slow. We are still failing to have platforms online that could accommodate things like children. I think if, if it was fast enough, we would have been able to to be having classes not in physical form but in online form and um we do but, but we do have that it's so slow yeah. and it's so incompetent to an extent where we can't recommend it are we ready as a country are we ready Mm. Are we really, really as a country to actually have that? I mean, if you look at, I mean, if you go to maybe Kosovo uh, or even the Burbs mm. or CBD areas, we're all covered, right? We, we, we know our, our internet access and stuff. We have like coverage and stuff like that. But let's think of Emakaya uh, and stuff like that. And those people really mm. are going to suffer. If we actually push it too forward and leave other people uh, way behind, we might have uh, a problem with that because we can't have technology half and then you know uh some other mm. areas which are actually uncovered in the other half so i think uh mm. I don't know, i'm not sure if we should actually maybe uh, go on a slow pace not to actually say oh let's go you understand and then leave other mm. people behind because so i can tell exactly because i can tell you one thing let's say for example one of the universities other people are really struggling mm. with data to start with, the people are st- struggling with data. They don't have actually uh, data access, well, um, a data access to actually um, go online and be on, on- online, or even a computer mm. and stuff like that. Yeah. And then the the, the teachers. Mm.
And again, people, and again, people are coming mm. from different kind of households because I know a friend who is saying, um, uh, "You can be fine. Maybe your verbs sitting there and mm. you have your own room where mm. you can study a study or something like that." But then you find Ubanbani, Usemakaya, uh, and then um, mm. they can't really study because mom is all They're over. So They're probably sharing a room with mm. your with your little sister or brother. You understand? And there's noise and there's everything, and you can't really study. Or there's no network. Mm. They don't even have data. Do you understand? So uh, yeah. Well, well, I think Those we've been discussing that quite a lot ever since the lockdown has started. With you know, students have, who have been coming mm. over the, to the show, and on how the online learning has been happening. Yeah. I think it is also in some universities have been have been doing the online learning ever since I think first university we've been doing that they've been mm. like doing online learning and I think it has been going well but it goes well for certain people because we've been thinking in some cases of people who are yes. probably living in squatter camps and um, for an example I'm just giving an example with someone who's living in squatter camps how do they study how do they 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 they, they like it, it's not conducive for them to actually study and rest for, for an example is not allowing students to go back to rest so it is quite not really favorable to those who are uh, less privileged and those who are coming from rural areas so i think at this point in time technology is really favoring those who are kind of like privileged yeah. um guys I'm that's what i'm that's sure. what i think yeah I totally agree. Um, okay, so okay. I totally agree too. Um, I, I, I caught up from what you guys were, were speaking right now that technology has a bad side. That's very true. Um, it does have a downside to it that it mm. limits. Uh, it's limited to certain people. Like in terms of uh, learning, like you guys were discussing yes. right now. Yes, obviously people without uh, the devices to go to the internet with, they will find it very difficult to, to learn from home. Right. But also, it's it's one of those things that mm. you can never say mm. it's, um, it's bad. But even though there's a bad side of it, you understand? Like, it's very good. It's very mm. good. But then it has a bad side that we, we have to continue. Yeah. But we can't say that it's totally bad because of those sides. Like the the advantages are more than the disadvantages. Uh, because right now we are connected not, yeah. with everybody in the yes. world because of technology. Mm, okay. And there are certain people who have been Correct. Um, sure. dealing with things like loneliness. They are able to go on Skype and actually see their people. And they still and they feel much better, right? So such people are having an advantage to or they're, they're benefiting from the advantage of technology. Mm. But then they're using a device to go to the internet. The same device, somebody doesn't have it and they need it for school. See, so it's always it's always going to be the bad side and the good mm. side. But I think that the good side is more than the bad side. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So the COVID-19 global pandemic forcing millions of office workers to become remote workers has created a perfect tsunami for cyber criminals seeking to exploit the crisis and penetrate corporate defenses via unsecured home networks. This is according to a new report. And according to a guy called Martin Butler, which is who's a senior lecturer in digital transformation at the University of Stellenbosch Business School, he says cyber security provider Crip, um, Crespa Sky has reported a spike in South Africa in device affected by cyber attacks from the norm of 
under 30,000 daily to 310,000 on the 18th of March. So we have seen the rise of cyber, cyber threats in the internet. Basically, some of the threats that we have seen are affecting um, individuals, like normal people, um, ordinary people. I'll give an example. A um, few weeks ago, I was seeing this thing on WhatsApp, Corona away, what, what, what. And people were sharing and saying, <laughs> they were saying that people, um, they were getting money from that thing when they share. Like people were not getting money, but when they share to you, they'll tell you, no, I got money. And then they'll sh- send you a shady screen- sorry, screenshot of them getting the money, of which uh, it's not really true. And there's been guys as well on LinkedIn, like there's been really like, working overtime they've been invited like they'll be like oh we 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 have invited you for an international conference uh everything is free of charge but then the you only pay you know uh, one hotel blah 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 like it doesn't make sense it looks legit because you hear free and then you just dive in because you're hearing the word free so we have seen a whole rise in cyber threats due to lockdown how do we protect ourselves i think bonan would be best to actually give that an example uh, 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 an advice on how do we protect ourselves during this time okay. we're in um, cyber threats first all of over. all um i would like for everyone to know that there's no money for free if it's not from the government they're not go- there's nobody's gonna give you money for free there's no way what you were talking about just now when you said um, yeah about whatsapp mm. thing that uh, please register and get money and all that i can tell you right now what they're doing those people um when you register there mm. you're giving them your information information is being sold outside there there are people who are selling information your email your, where you stay everything like how many mm. cars do you have how many how many phones have you bought previously all that information is being sold around for advertising that's why you're able to search one thing today then tomorrow you're seeing mm. about it people information is being sold every day right so when people do those stuff that mm. please register here and there they're actually just collecting information mm. people. then they are the one who are actually making money they never send anything to you it's a scam so people just need to be more vigilant and stop thinking that mm. you get money for free out of nowhere there's no way there's no who has that money? Not even Mutipe is just looking around giving people money yeah. at a robot. So, who do you think is going to be giving you money through a link? They don't even know you. Mm. So, things like that, stay away from them, right? As for, there are things like hacking, attacks on cell phones, attacks mm. on mm. Um, appliances mm. at home that are connected to the internet. There are people who have automated homes that are connected to the internet, right? People like that, they just need to have please mm. stay away from free stuff as mm. well there are people who are going to be selling who, gonna, who will sell you stuff like um anti antivirus protection softwares that are free and all that some of them they don't even protect you that much viruses evolve just like in life in computers also mm. viruses evolve a virus that attacked you last year it won't be the same as the virus that will attack you today even if it's the same because viruses evolve right so they will give you uh, antivirus, mm. which has a virus database of last year. Everything that's attacking people this year, they don't have that information because they only gave you licensing for last year. 
So that's why it's important to have a proper antivirus. Wow, that is quite interesting. I actually learned a lot. And what do you say about the I don't know if you you are familiar with the ones on LinkedIn where people invite you for conferences um, and and, and stuff. I, I don't even remember the last time I used LinkedIn. It was a very long time. Um we use a different platform uh, for software development. Yeah. But um for people like that I'm I think that it's a matter of just mm-hmm. looking in, into who is calling you to do this and that because if it's a proper if it's a proper institution or a company i think they will have something online for for you to f- validate them mm. right yeah, with that they actually do because um you find that this like, let me give you an example with what happened to me so this yeah. lady texts me on on my linkedin account she says hi how are you i saw your profile and i would like to invite you to this conference this conference is blah 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 and it's going to happen in two venues it's going to happen in los angeles and it's going to also happen in um she said we're in some uh, country in africa so she says the flight is free flight flight is free to both places but then you have to pay accommodation in this other african country that she had mentioned and then she sends everything and then she's like you just need to send in your detail your passport number and stuff to thingy to us and the email looks legit it has it looks legit it's at that conference thingy and then there's also a website mm. which is i think it's created for that it looks legit like it is a it's a legit website that you can go into and and confirm and then once you've sent in the the information after that what they would do is that they'll ask you to pay for the hotel um in that african country because i think they're saying everything is free so for them to start processing your visas and stuff you must pay for the hotel so that you 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 get the hotel so my question was to them okay if you're saying that i must first pay the hotel why can't i get my like the hotel that i want to get like why can't i get a a a separate hotel for myself not the one that you want us to pay why do i have to pay the one that you you have organized only not that I, I i can organize for myself as well so that was my issue and that's when i realized oh okay mm. actually this is yeah it's a very not fun. yeah, yeah the thing is uh, just like in mm. life right people are always mm. ways mm. to be thieves like yeah mm. they are always evolving so i think also these people they are also mm. doing smarter with their shady stuff but i think Honestly, if it's somebody who's far from you, mm, I would suggest a Skype meeting. Like this whole thing of traveling to go to people that you don't know, <laughs> this thing is very dangerous. I understand you're desperate. <laughs> Let's say you're looking for a job, and you're for a job, well, well, right? I understand mm, that is desperate. Yeah. Really pleading mm. with you guys. Oh. Be careful with interviews that you need yeah. to be far from home. Be careful with those. I I can't really say much on how to mm. protect yourself from those because that mm. they are probably at smart limit. Yeah, it's, mm. exactly. It's, it's, it's a responsibility to protect yourself. Mm. And also listen to your instincts. Like 
Mm. If it's just good to be true, then it's not true. Like, realistic. Exactly. <laughs> that is quite interesting now do you guys have anything to add or should we move on no wouldn't i i think i think no i'm good the only thing i could say is prioritize you should know what you're going to do on a certain Mm. app and stick to that if you are there for looking for a job and connecting to people you do that if you get extras or things that you didn't expect you should first if you were there for that then you'd be saved from troubles and all that but then let's let's look at the linkedin side you know linkedin is a professional um i don't know how to put it like it's sort of like a workplace wherein professional connect you get to look for a job you connect with your next business partner yeah yeah. you like it's literally a professional field so everything that is professional happens there so i think that conference thing is actually a quite good scam in linkedin because people there are looking for such opportunities to go to conferences and increase their you know their 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 portfolio so that kind of scam is actually they they they, these people are actually smart right now they limit scams and and they put scams where they they put particular scams where they're supposed to be because that conference scam is supposed to be on linkedin i i really wouldn't believe it if if someone from twitter sent me that and say i was invited for a conference uh, blah 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 i was not gonna believe it but because it's from linkedin it's believable because that's what happens there and when we're speaking of yeah. linkedin right it's a professional yeah. networking years ago when i was still looking for my face yeah i did get something like mm. this or what you rather you speak of it i remember so what happened is that i got um an invite on linkedin mm. for for a job interview in, in the netherlands right but then so um uh, usually mm-hmm. in, in our in our industry what they do when they give you interviews they, they let you write some a, a short program they'll tell you this problem then you quickly mm-hmm. so i asked them do they have something like that yeah and they said yes they do but i have to fly into the netherlands to actually write this stuff i'm like no this stuff i can actually write them from home <laughs> because i have my i have my laptop right here and you're yeah, from because this is just something I'm submitting and you guys check. Mm. So they went back and forth about that. That's when to me I'm like, no man, I'm not trusting these people. So then I just started asking them for a Skype meeting. And still they not they didn't want to give me a Skype meeting and everything, right? And I asked for their comp- their their company details also to check if it's actually registered in the Netherlands. Which it was registered. No, they actually gave mm. me that because they they have they didn't give you register, but i think they have some shady stuff that, mm. that's happening there so that's when i also oh. had a flag there when they didn't want me mm. to actually know much more about the company and what they do do you understand so things like that you just have to be more mm. Mm. yeah mm. if it doesn't feel instant, like instant guys like, instant listen to it it's not well let's go to the next segment of the show which is main tea segment so 
here on Menti, we're talking mentorship, mindset. Let's go to it. Mindset is paramount. The scientific process, um, it is a scientific process, the process by which we uncover new information, invent new technologies, require certain skills that virtually no one is born with. But everyone can learn. The way that we learn, it is by working with mentors. So today we'll also speak more on the importance of mentorship, how mentorship is quite important growing up in especially rural areas. Today we discuss mindset and the importance of mentorship for young inventors in science and technology, t- science and technology from rural areas. Um, your mindset plays a critical role in how you cope with life challenges. In school, a growth mindset can contribute to greater achievement and increased effort when facing a problem, such as trying to find a new job. People with growth mindsets show greater resilience. They are more likely to persevere in face of setbacks, while those with fixed mindsets are more liable to give up. So right here, I gave you two types of mindsets. This growth mindset and this fixed mindset. Well, you guys, um, do you, are, you, are you familiar with these concepts that I've just mentioned right now? Yeah, yeah, a little bit. A little bit of it. Okay, we'll dive into it. And we'll Four dive times, into yeah. it to understand what exactly is... Um, mindset so we the first discussion that we're gonna have is what is your understanding of mindset what is your understanding of mindset that's just your words what what do you think mindset is if someone is asking you right now what is mindset for me Jabulo, um, for me um, having a positive mindset about mm-hmm. anything uh, that is very important to me. I'm I'm very spiritual, mm. so I also I always always look forward to great things happening when mm. the day starts. Um, 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 being good to people so that good comes to me, and um, being honest mm. at times um, so that you avoid trouble later and stuff like that. And going doing things the right way, so and not taking shortcuts because shortcuts always. Uh, have a way of backfiring. Mm. Um, I think that that is a mindset that I've applied on my life. Um, okay. Um, yeah. when, okay. But <laughs> I'm not sure if I understood the question very well. Is the question that what is mindset or what is my mindset? What is, oh, my what is your understanding of uh, mindset? Okay. Uh, the word mindset that, um, what is your understanding mindset yeah. is basically state of mind where you you have set your mind for that particular mm. objective right if let's say um, a mindset mm. for a person who is a musician their mindset is focused it's, uh, it's set to music whatever they think yeah. about they think music they're looking at music almost all the time they think about music they're setting their mm. mind for music so for me a mindset is just a state of mind mm. Mm. okay Brenda is thought or what you chose to believe in as a person is what a mindset is yeah from the rest from mm. from, from social norms yeah 
So obviously from the introduction that I had um we did, I didn't mention that mindset plays a critical role in how we cope with life challenges right from a very young age since high school I mean when we were still young from primary to high school especially high school because that's where we were more self-conscious of what is happening in our surroundings I would like to believe that um we had a certain mindset in that in, in, in that age and my question now would be what kind of mindset did you have when you were younger um did you ever think that you you would be what you are now with the mindset that you had then so the mindset obviously is is it's what you your mind has set into and most some people has growth mindset growth mindset is you move out of your comfort zone you 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 want to change you want to move out and 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 become different from 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 the norm and then fixed is is kind of like reserved and conservative so what kind of mindset do you think you had okay when, when did, you were younger um well i would say i played on both okay. i had some fixed mindset and some growth mindset um because in terms of mm. um, learning, yeah. for example i never fixed my mind on, on like uh, you learn in only this certain way right there's so many ways to learn so many stuff so many ways that mm. you do different things in different ways so i always i was always open to new ideas of how mm. to actually develop myself into what i fixed my mind to because when i was growing up i was always the person mm. that um i i didn't come from a good i didn't come from a good background at all right so i always wanted to come out of that background so that I, it can be better for my kids yeah. so um mm. growing up I was, I was always the person mm. that was i wanted to finish school i wanted to get a good job and be stable in life and actually make my life better mm. but then on how i can do that I, i was always open to to do that on how i can do that not like always fix it like oh, okay i'm gonna do this and this and, mm. this and this and that but if what if it doesn't work you have to try something new and what if you have set your mind only to that one way that means you can't actually succeed because you're set you're setting yourself to a mindset mm. where you're going towards failure and you're uh, and you don't want to learn another way of how to get the mm. thing that you're looking for so i was always open to new ideas yeah. mm. Well, I, I, I'm just going to ask questions as well and give you like context as well so that the others who are going to speak, they will understand the question more better. So for myself, growing up, I grew up in a, in a, what is it, semi-rural, rural, yeah, whatever. But um, a lot of stuff was a bit backwards. And I think my mindset in high school was just narrow and I didn't understand a lot of stuff. I didn't even understand myself when I was in high school. So I kind of very curious to think and go back to that time when I was still in high school, how I th- I used to think because I was I was really not aware of, of what was happening around me, the world around me and the world beyond. I was not really aware. So I think it is quite important as a young person um to actually be exposed to uh, uh, to the world around you and what is happening because my mindset was mainly based on the rural area that I was uh, I was growing up in and I only changed the mindset or my mindset when I 
left home and went to varsity that's when my mind started to 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 open up to new stuff that's when i i started to learn a lot about myself as well i didn't understand anything about depression i spoke about that in, in last week episode when we were speaking about mental health i never understood anything about depression but i was going through depression almost all my life i only got the knowledge when i went to varsity and when i got inquisitive i started to learn of like oh actually i was struggling with that you know for such a long time and i actually self actualized when i was in varsity uh yeah so i think my mindset when i was in high school was quite not was fixed was fixed on the area basically Jabula? Mm. Mm. Mm, I don't have much to say. I think I've already said um, mine is, is mostly centered yeah. around my spirituality because that's where I really find peace mm. and how I mm. carry myself daily. And um, yeah, yeah, but then now we're talking about uh, that's where I find my peace. We're talking about when you were younger. Um, in my how was your mindset then, and how is it different from now? When I was younger. Mm. <laughs> okay. Um Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can't even think that way back. Um <laughs> Um wait. I'm I'm actually trying to Yeah. Look, I don't think it's changed at all. Look, I mm. I really um, I, I don't think it mm. actually has changed mm. at all. I actually grew up in the very same mm. environment. Uh, mother always taught the same lessons, and actually, I found myself growing from that into what I am now and stuff. Really, uh, we've always been a spiritual family, so talk about things um, um, at, at, mm. at an early age. So I think I was maybe privileged in that way to have parents or people around me that actually allowed you to speak and they always guide you into not doing the wrong. Also, I grew up reading a lot. So I always wanted to understand I was privileged in that way to always be on guard Uh, yeah about what's happening around me and about my feelings and what i feel about things and be able okay. to express myself I, I, i was losing you a bit so, so you saying yeah. you you enjoy reading you were reading at the at a younger age mm. yeah so at a younger mm. age so reading getting to know uh, what is around you and uh, being more centered in a mm. in a way so and having people that you can actually talk to and whenever you have problems so i grew up mm. in that kind of family way by you can talk mm. about everything and there's always guidance in a way mm. um mm. so i guess mm. i've been fortunate yeah i think i think that is that, quite an ideal environment way, um, to grow yeah. up in where yeah. you have an understanding where you can you can speak you can speak mm. and maybe mm. reading as well because i feel like reading is a privilege it does open up your mind to a lot of stuff that is happening it does open so, up your mind like yes. if i had read if I were, when i was still in high school if i had read about what's going on in my outside world if i could speak if there was someone who i could speak with who i could relate with at that time 
incredible opened me a lot at that time of my life because it was just so dark in the sense that i couldn't understand everything that was happening around me could not make sense it just couldn't make sense i didn't understand anything that was happening around me and i feel like it's one of the things that is happening to many young people especially in the rural areas that they find themselves not understanding what is happening around them at that at that particular time and they find that most of them are going through things like depression and they don't really even know what depression is all about and they're told in the households that what is that what what, what is depression we understand so it is it is it is important for mm-hmm. for young people to be educated and uh being still like the 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 reading mentality being instilled in them so that they learn what is actually happening from our side their world mm. sure but i can actually just maybe add i think after high school mm. when i actually mm. uh, realized a lot of things about myself uh, started seeing some dangers because sometimes when you could be you could always be in the nest of the the, the safety nest of mm. the family and mothers or fathers are always protecting you and then when you when you really go out mm. to the outside world that like you said when you go to college or varsity that's where you really start to see people and what they actually you can actually maybe experience mean people mm. or dangerous people or hang around with dangerous people and stuff like that that's when you really i i think i got exposed to um certain ways of living yeah. um um drinking every day mm. you have the money and you have you out of that freedom and sometimes mm. you you'll be lost sometimes even for a good 10 years you'll be lost and you find your space yourself in this in such a space whereby I will not every day mm. I'm smoking I'm I'm being introduced to all these little things you understand and then uh but somehow mm. I, I I did go through that phase but then somehow I did find myself mm. back again and I said okay fine this is not how I want when you look back it's like this is not how I was raised this is not me this is not mm. what I envisioned this is not how I want life to be and um somehow you call mm. yourself back and say hey uh let's put it together you know and um yeah and you finally find well, I think now I found mm. uh, that's quite interesting and I feel like with that then, said yeah it, it is important for um in that young age um to also have a mentor I, I feel like you have mentioned that um you were quite privileged in the sense that you had access to to mentorship at a very young age where you can actually speak about anything and everything at home and you know learn a lot as well at a very young age of which most young people especially as i've mentioned uh, in this context from rural areas don't have that kind of privilege because most of their their parents are quite conservative and it's it's hard to even talk to them like you don't have you can't even i don't know i don't know who relates with me right here who relates with what i'm saying here Maybe it was just different because um, I grew up <laughs> no one really. in Venda and my parents were actually beside in Dubai. So I never got to <laughs> that kind of relationship with my parents <laughs> where I go and ask them a lot about stuff. Like we would talk about stuff, but we, like it wasn't regular. So yeah, yeah most, most of the stuff I had people around mm. in my life that I used to talk to and most of them were just my school teachers, even though most of them didn't like me. But yeah, so for example, with uh, mm. with music, I'm into music a lot. I love music. Yeah. Um. So with music, I started. I started music back in primary. In primary, we had a music class. Like my favorite teacher at school was my music class teacher because she mm. was my mentor when it comes to music. She's the one that actually 
gave me the whole build up mm. of music how music is made how you can read music how you can actually read and play it all those stuff she was my mentor on those things mm. until today i'm still into music because of the things that she taught me interesting interesting if you're new to mentoring one of the most common mistakes is to think that teaching or mentoring is not as important as other tasks or that it's just taking time away from your research your real facts your your real focus but even if you're unthinking of pursuing a career in academia later in life mentoring is an important skill at all levels in all fields and attitude and uh, an attitude and an open mind when you start out that can help you not to feel overwhelmed or bored and will make it more enjoyable and valuable for both of you both you and your mentee so right here now we're going to discuss mentorship especially um for young people uh you guys have mentioned yes. i think uh, bonani yes. was that bonani was talking about the 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 music is it bonani right Yeah, so you just mentioned that your teacher was one person that you looked up to in terms of music and that's that's one person that opened you up and that's when you realized that okay, I actually have love for this for, for this for this field or the uh, music. So, I think from that part you can actually take definitely. out that mentorship is quite important oh, in every definitely. young person. Sorry? Yeah, I'm saying every young person should no, actually have a mentor. And how do you think as a society as we are living, how do we contribute to that? Because maybe you're just sitting here like, "Oh, I don't think I can be a good mentor to anyone. Uh, I, I I I don't really think I could be a good mentor." How how do you think as a society we can contribute uh, and 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 become mentors to young kids, to young young uh young people out there? Who, who 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 are trying to find themselves and maybe they didn't get opportunities that we got or maybe they are just like us when we grow up and now you have seen much more and you think okay now I can actually do something about the situation so how do how can we uh, uh, change things up for young people Okay. Uh personally, uh Jabulo here again. Uh personally, mm. I've had I've had two sorts of mentors. Um um mm. I've had one which was a spiritual mentor before, but then um I've also mm. later later I've had uh, a business mentor. Uh I happened to be in one of the the, the programs. Yeah. Uh, uh with some I can't may- maybe mention names right now, but then one of uh, mm. business programs and stuff, mm. entrepreneurship programs that are happening around the country. So you are actually uh, appointed a mentor and then you kind of start have start having relationship mentor mm. uh kind of uh, meetings and they actually shape you up into uh your desires what mm. you want to go what you actually really interested in when it comes to business and mm. they kind of can open doors for you as well because obviously a, a mentor has has to be someone who comes from a certain uh background of some sort in this case it was business so mm. obviously they will have a network of their own and maybe they can actually introduce you to their network and and stuff like that. So I I think it's very important mm. for children to have 
mentors um it can be in any field as i think it was when mm. he was saying uh he, he was interested in music right i mean you have someone to actually hold your hand and guide you into into that direction uh, it's very important i think we should not also be selfish as um maybe um as adults and uh, and, and just take one child and just actually say hey this is how things are done this is way out this is what mm. i've been through this is my experience with this maybe if you don't do this uh do that and then but then also it's also very important to say um mm. uh, uh to people to actually make their own mistakes and not always uh try and actually just bully them over and stuff because also mentors it depends on on the uh, uh the industry that you're in because let's say for business uh, you'll get maybe selfish people who would actually say yeah you on mm. your business but then end up stealing your idea mm. you understand so it's it mm. has its good mm. and bad mm. wow. uh, that's quite interesting so, yeah. anyone else okay go to you Okay, but I wanted to say mentorship is very important. Um, there's a thing called the heart ladder. It talks about leadership and mentorship, where young people start mm-hmm. by being mentored by the older generation, and then they are taught how to become whatever they want to become in that field. And then at the later stage, they become leaders of the people that mentored or led them. at that particular moment so it's important in a way that it brings forth leadership in a person for future cases so in conclusion i could just say it's important for us to mentor the young ones so that they can treat us the way we treated them at a young age ജസ്റ്റ് <laughs> 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 the mona lisa paint the person who painted it you might look up to them and they might actually teach you how to be that great of a painter uh-huh. so mentorship is very very important also in our youth uh-huh. because our youth uh-huh. is our tomorrow like we're going to pass before them that's a fact and they're going to be left there if we leave them with nothing they're going to make a mess out of everything uh-huh. that we left for them so they do need our skills and if they are interested in it i think as adults we should give them a chance to actually learn from us don't make them pay because they just they pretty much just kids you can just do it out of the goodness of your heart and just just teach somebody how to do something that's been uh, struggling yeah that's okay you don't have to make money out of everything so also to the youth i would say that 
um, allow yourself mm-hmm. to learn. Don't just oh. sit and think that you're gonna wake up with a certain skill. There's no way Albert Einstein woke up a genius. He had to go through a certain process to be a genius. Mm. So as as the youth of, of today, you also need to allow yourself to actually yeah. grow. So yeah, that's what I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, we actually had interesting guests there, but the, but we lost them before we could actually have questions for them. One of the guests we had is a young invent inventor. He is twenty 19 years, I think. Yeah, nineteen years old. Um, he is working on a very big project, um, invention project in an in agriculture, and is a is he's from the rural areas and. He was one of the people that I was like, okay. He he kind of like inspired my um, he inspired me a lot because I had already started an organization that was dealing with young people and mentorship for young people, and that's how I get I got to meet him. And when I heard about his ideas in science and technology, I was like astonished. I'm like, wow! I actually don't even know anything about uh, in science and technology. That's when I had to find someone who was also in science and technology. That was also the person was also supposed to be on the episode, but yeah, you know, network has been giving us problems. So, one nanny, because you are also in science and technology, how do you think we can support young people who are? in science and technology just like an inventor who is um coming up with great ideas from rural areas he has little to nothing resources to actually um do what he wants to do so how can we support him with the little that we have as 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 adults or young okay. people um, uh, it doesn't, doesn't even take that much except your time the only thing that you have to sacrifice is time you have to tell yourself that okay mm. give this kid my my time Uh, whatever duration um also the other thing that yeah. um i have me and mm. my friends i have these two friends that i have we started a organization as well to actually uh, to give young people who are still in mm. primary and secondary a chance to a chance to to have an insight of mm. social development like also technology and it right Yeah, we are all inside we are okay. all in IT stuff so interesting mm-hmm. with that food, so it's much easier for us to um called mm-hmm. <laughs> what is the organization so, Madhouse Tech Metal Tech yeah. Madhouse Tech okay it's Madhouse Tech so how can how can people get hold how can um, young Madhouse people who are listening is, get hold um, of Madhouse um, Tech every social media page it's madhouse m a d house as in h o u z mhm house tech tech is h o u z yes find us on all our social media mm. yes. you can also contact me for my social media technology i'll gladly help you mm. um oh yes what we do is that right mm. now we have we have installed mm. uh, we have opened a computer lab in one of the rural school in Uh, in Makado somewhere uh, in around this is called mm. they open um, a computer lab mm. so what we are planning to do is that every every yeah. month end or every two months or so we will take a few people that we have connected with from this side because I'm also in another community mm. in this side for software developers and like that so we I'm going to them and actually 
ship them to vendor and actually mm. give those kids the knowledge that I'm already receiving this site, which is much bigger than they would be receiving while they're just sitting there. So what I'm trying mm. to do, what I'm trying to say is that people we can we can take all this stuff back into the rural areas. Those people that they have the infrastructures to actually get stuff mm. that we are already getting in the city. Honestly, we are we are privileged inside. Kids out there, they don't need, they don't even mm. know how to operate a, a computer, how to put it on, how to go to Word and actually start typing. A computer. The stuff that we have to start teaching them. But you are sitting here with all this knowledge, mm. selfish and greedy. Instead, there are somebody, there are people out there who are calling us for such help, and you are not helping. So I think you are also open. You, we all need to help each other. Mm. Much even that we have a saying, Zonda Jatan's one. Ah. Jabula, did you get that? What is this? I wanted him to say it. I wanted him to say it to hear that he actually understood. <laughs> Oh, Zwanda. Inventor. Okay, repeat, repeat, repeat that oh, again. Inventor is Zwanda. Zwanda. Try and translate word to word. Yeah. No, in Zulu. Yeah. No, t- give it to me, Inventor. Oh, oh. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Zwanda <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, Bonani. Um, <laughs> we, we love what you do. Um, keep on doing what you do because that's what we are all about. We want young people to actually get. Um, but with with what you you have, we want we want young people to actually get the resources, um, knowledge, especially knowledge. Knowledge is, is very paramount because without knowledge, we are nothing, you know. So uh, uh, with the little knowledge that you have, with the little resources that you have, keep on doing what you do because it is quite important. Two uh, 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 learners that you are helping, or three learners that you are helping, will also assist the other three learners and then the circle just keeps on continuing and continuing so it doesn't matter how Everything many it doesn't have more. to be a thousand it doesn't have to be uh, a, a bigger number but even if it's one person at a time that you can help with the knowledge that you have or resource that you have just do it because it is quite important for these young people to actually learn and 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 get this 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 knowledge about what's going on outside and maybe it will ignite our, our, our future inventors, problems that we have in our country, problems that we have for, for in our continent, they may be solved by our young inventors coming from rural areas that were actually looked down upon. That's what I think. And- As a young person, right? It is your responsibility to develop yourself. Go, go out there mm. and look for all the help that you can get. Um, yeah. And learn certain things by yourself, but there are certain things that you actually need somebody who already know about the thing. Mm. And mm. So be open and be humble. Don't fight everyone because they might be your boss tomorrow. Mm. Mm. That is quite <laughs> a great advice. That's quite a great advice. Thank you very much. Thank you very much for um, 
accepting my invitation and coming over it is quite being a long show but yeah thank you very much for coming over and sharing your knowledge this is not taken lightly uh we appreciate your knowledge because knowledge is power and yeah thank you very much and this is all we have for today stay tuned for more of the evolved talk